Good morning. Uh, our reading this morning is from 2 Corinthians 9, 8 through 15. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance so that by always having enough of everything, you may share abundantly in every good work. As it is written, he, God scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed, our seed, for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for your great generosity, which will produce thanksgiving to God through us. For the rendering of this ministry not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also overflows with many thanksgivings to God. Through the testing of this ministry, you glorify God by your abundance and obedience to the confession of the gospel of Messiah. And by the generosity of your partnership with them and with all others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God that he has given you. Thanks be to God for his incredible gift. This is the word of God for the people of God. God. Good morning, church. It is great to see you all this morning. In this month, we are joining together with our Stewardship Sermon Series entitled Generous. And last week, we discussed together how to find contentment in our Lord and in this stressful and materialist world. And Paul teaches some secret of finding contentment by two means. He says, we can find the contentment in God by practicing generosity and also by cultivating uh, grateful hearts. I hope you have practiced the secret of finding contentment in the last week, and I encourage you, including myself, continue practicing this secret so that you can find contentment in your life and also in God. And today and next Sunday, we will spend time discussing what happens when we are generous in giving. Would you join me in prayer? Lord, as we listen to your words, open our hearts and open our minds so that we can receive your words with our understanding and our willingness. May this word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. <clears throat> Let's consider what would happen if water in a river stopped flowing. Probably the fish that live in the water would die. And probably we would experience a shortage of clean water to drink. 
What if there is no money flow in someone's business? Then probably the business would fail. And think about our body. What if our heart stopped pumping? Then we would die. Water, money, and blood have to flow. They should not stop. And they are not supposed to stop because the flow is deeply related to life. That's how our God created the world to function, allowing God's resources to keep running or flowing to make things work and benefit us and others. Paul says in today's scripture reading that when we are generous in giving, we become a channel for God's grace to flow. This generous action not only meets the need of others, but also blesses others and glorifies God. Last year, during a toy drive, I bought Lego toys for donation, which happened to be my son's and Nathan's favorite toy. So when I received the package from Amazon, and when I opened the package, my son, Nathan, saw the package, and then he was so excited because he thought that I bought the Lego toys for him, but he wasn't. So I explained to Nathan, this is um, I bought for donation and for someone else. And definitely he was very discouraged. And I asked Nathan, Nathan, why don't you bring this donation to church so that you can give this gift to somebody? And then he asked me with positive face, Mom, why do I have to give my favorite toys to someone else? Have you ever thought about something similar? You may wonder, this is my money, and this is my time. So why do I have to give and share my things with someone else? The answer is simple. Because God wants his grace to flow through us. Okay, God wants his grace through us to flow. And then now some of you might wonder, Pastor, God is almighty and all-powerful. Why does God want his grace to flow through us? Without humans, isn't God still able to make his grace to flow? You're right. God is almighty. God is all-powerful. God can do whatever he wants. Even without us, God can make his grace to flow. However, since our God is generous and good, God wanted to see his beautiful creatures, 
human beings to do the same thing as God likes to give with his generosity. Thus, God intentionally created us, human beings, out of his love, and he created us in the image of God so that God's grace and love can flow through humans. I think this is somewhat similar to how we want our children to act kindly and generously towards others. So we teach them to be kind and generous and generously share what they have with their families, friends, or siblings, and with others. And when they practice kindness and sharing, we as parents, as grandparents, or as teachers, we are filled with the grateful hearts and grace in our hearts. In the letter to the church in Collins, Paul explains the system of how God's grace flows while encouraging the church in Collins to give to help other fellow brothers and sisters in Jerusalem. In verse 8, Paul says, God is the one who provides us with every blessing in abundance. Here, the word blessing has been used as a word for grace in Greek. It means that although we think what we have is ours, all the things that we have are from God. And we are merely stewards of what God has entrusted to us. So God is the true owner of what we have, and God is the giver who provides us everything that we need. And in the same verse, Paul urges his people to share abundantly in every good work, since God is abundant in giving. I just want to note, however, that not everyone is willing to give as Paul urges because it requires faith, trust in God, who is the provider. Some interpret faith as a valve that controls our giving. Depending on the size of our faith, we sometimes choose to open our valve widely so that God's grace can flow through us abundantly. Uh, previous image, please. Not this one. Yes, abundantly. Abundantly. <laughs> and sometimes we choose to open the valve a little bit or fully close. If we choose to close our valve of giving, or we just open it only a little bit, 
it will hinder God's grace from flowing. It means that someone will suffer from not receiving God's grace from us. It means that God, who is our provider, we make God sad of what we are doing. In verse 12, Paul says, when we give freely and abundantly, it will not only provide for the needs of others, but also produce many thanksgiving to God. So the flow of grace works this way. God the provider gives us, freely gives us grace, okay? And we, as a channel of God's grace, should give and share our gifts with others and those in need. And those who receive the gifts from us will give thanks to God and the person will glorify God. And then when we witness the person glorify God, we also able to glorify God and for God's goodness. And God will bless us more with God's grace. Do you see the flow? So this is the flow of grace. When you look at the Greek words for grace that God gives us and gift that we give others and thanksgiving that others give back to God, they all have the same root, grace. Grace in Greek is charis. Gift in Greek is charisma. And the thanksgiving in Greek is eucharistia. You see? The charis, 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 the three words are there. Thus, what Paul conveys through his letter to church in Collins is that in order to allow God's grace to flow, we need to give and share abundantly, not sparingly, with faith. That way, we not only bless others with God's grace, but also glorify God, who is the source of all. And eventually, God will bless us and more with God's grace. And today, we celebrated All Saints Day. And earlier in our worship service, we pray for those, the saints, who have passed before us. And I thought about some of the names who already have gone before us, some of our church members, such as Dari Pam, Dari Desandra, Elia, Alia Preciado, Helen Morn, Moore, Efrain Torres, Marian Loiser, and more people. And when I memorized it, when I remember their name, and when I reflected their name, they, all of them, were excellent examples of being channers 
of God's grace through their acts of generosity. This cross with stained glass, you guys see when you enter the sanctuary and the pews where you sit for worship service. And this church building we use to do our mission and ministry. These were all made possible by dedication of the saints who have gone before us. And we are the beneficiary of their generous giving. The most important thing we should remember is that God gave us his only son, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. And through Jesus Christ's generous self-giving, we are forgiven and we receive the new life in Christ. So to express our thanksgiving to God, we need to give. We need to share what we have received from God to bless others and glorify God. This is our responsibility as God's faithful stewards. And I hope we all continue. I know you guys are all faithful servants of God. But I hope you all continue. I encourage you to continue to give and share abundantly, not sparingly, so that God's abundance grace can flow through each one of us. And let it be so. Amen. <laughs>